Friends, as we enter into this new season of ministry together, and I recognize I did not give announcements before this service like we do in the morning, so I suppose I should begin by saying, uh, earlier this week, I was called to be your 17th rector, and for that, I give thanks to God. Thank you, friends. So I give thanks to God for this great gift to offer myself to you in service as we enter into this new season of ministry. I pray everything that we do in our shared life uh, points us uh, to Jesus Christ and sends us on a mission to bear witness to his life and his love. Uh, so as I said in the announcement video, let's get to work. Uh, but I'm, I'm so grateful. Uh, for the support of the search committee and for the vestry. I may say a bit more about that in announcement time, but on to the sermon. So if I'm grateful for this calling, I'm also grateful to God that the lectionary has put before us John 17 tonight, which is this beautiful passage and not some really obscure and difficult gospel passage that I would pretend wasn't before us and I would just talk about my vision for St. James. But here we have John 17 on this seventh Sunday of our Easter celebration. And what do we hear but Jesus praying to the Father? We get to overhear uh, the Son of God in prayer to his heavenly Father. And he lays out for us that which is eternal life. If anybody asked you that question, I wonder how you would respond. What is eternal life? But don't think about it too hard because Jesus tells us in, in John 17, it's before us tonight. He says, eternal life is this, that they should know you, the only true God, and the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. That is the kingdom. That is eternal life. That is everything we need to know, the one true God in whom you have sent, Jesus Christ. So this knowledge, and this knowledge alone, is the pearl of great price, for which we should gladly cast aside all earthly wisdom, honors, and attachments in order to obtain it. And not simply to know about God up here, but to take that longest journey uh, possible from head to heart, and to come to know God uh, as a living God, as a personal God, as closer to us than we are to ourselves. And this knowing of God is the goal of our living. It's the goal. But it's also uh, gives shape to our living, gives shape to it. St. Paul says, I consider life of no importance to me if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to bear witness to the gospel of God's grace. So we're not simply to contemplate God in faith. No, we're meant to spend our lives extravagantly in bearing witness to the truth we have contemplated, a truth that asks of us nothing less than everything if we are to live in gratitude for so great a gift. 
this knowledge of God. Presiding Bishop Michael Curry calls this life spent bearing witness to the gospel of God's grace, the way of love. If you've listened to Bishop Curry at all in the last nine years, you've heard of the way of love, which means he's good at communicating. Say the same thing over many times and it begins to stick. And you're probably going to get used to me saying the same thing over and over. But bear with me. I'll try to be intentional about the language I use and to keep it fresh. So Bishop Curry, yesterday was the chief consecrator of our new bishop in New York, uh, Matt Hyde. Matt is now the bishop coadjutor. So he coadjudicates the diocese for a year with Andy Dietschy. And then um, the training wheels go off and he's, he's alone as our, as our bishop. But these are exciting days for us in the diocese. Matt is going to be a wonderful bishop. Let us pray for him. So Bishop Curry, in preparation for the big day at the cathedral yesterday, which saw thousands of people and bishops from all over the country, and it was a, a wonderful celebration of a new ministry, in preparation for that, uh, he called the clergy of the Diocese of New York to come together on Friday afternoon and gave a luncheon for us and some uplifting and encouraging words were offered from the presiding bishop. You can imagine such a thing coming from the presiding bishop. Um, he was wonderful. And I like to say and point out, uh, I've spent a little bit of time with him, and he can be quiet and contemplative, uh, which you may not know from his public personality, where he's on fire and walking up. He's walked up and down this aisle of St. James preaching or almost fell off that pulpit, if you remember that. His Apple watch went off. Um, but that's coming from a lively and, and quiet and deep faith, right? You, you can't give away something that you don't have. And Bishop Curry, uh, you know, goes to the well, and then it just flows out from him. And he can't help himself but run up and down the aisle and, and share the gospel of grace. And he is an amazing evangelist for this gospel of love, this way of love. And one member of the clergy sitting right behind me said, Bishop Curry, when you retire next year, she's set to retire. You have to at 72, and you're a presiding bishop only for nine years. Uh, what's going to happen to the way of love? Is it going to go away? And she was asking like a technical question. The website, the resources, the books, the pamphlets, the YouTube videos, all the things that the office has done, the presiding bishop's office, to communicate the way of love. It's been quite effective. We've used some of those resources here at St. James. Uh, so Bishop Curry joked, he said, you know, I'm gonna have to check the website uh, to make sure it hasn't gone away yet. And, you know, maybe I'll look, you know, the six months before I retire, make sure it doesn't disappear. But then she's like, well, what do we have to do? You know, what do we have to do to make sure it doesn't go away? How do we make sure it continues? And he paused, he thought for a second and sort of hit the nail on the head. He said, how, you know, how do we make sure the way of love continues? Live it. Live it. In chapter 17 of John's gospel, we get a glimpse of the source of the way of love. What is the source of the way of love? It's the life shared between the Father and the Son, before time and throughout all ages. The way of love is eternal life. It's God's life. And when we are drawn into fellowship with Jesus, when we become his disciples, his students, when we respond to his calling to follow him, 
we're brought into the way of love. And it changes us. As we discover who Jesus is, as we seek to spiritually stay close to him, which we're doing tonight, that's why we're here in church, spiritually yearning to stay close to Jesus. Well, that's dangerous because when we stay close to him, we learn that we're to love one another as he loves us. We must live it. Friends, I pray that our life together in the years to come is grounded in the knowledge of God in Christ. That is eternal life. And as I said last week in the announcement, I pledge to serve you as a priest faithfully committed to bearing witness to the gospel of grace and to remind us that he is the foundation and the center of our shared life. And the evidence that the sign that we're remaining faithful to him will be that we care for one another, that we love one another, that we're in relationship together. And to love one another, of course, doesn't mean that we agree all the time. If you've been married for 10 minutes, do you agree all the time, right? Love is hard. Love is a matter of the will. It's a matter of washing one another's feet, of forgiving each other, of staying the course together, having each other's back in love. There's some tenacity to that. And of course, there should be some good feelings, and hopefully you're not disagreeing with me or anyone else all the time, right? But love is grown up. Love is serious stuff, even though children do it better than adults. Love is grown up. You get the point. So friends, the sign that we're staying close to Jesus is that we have love and care and compassion for one another. And the other sign is that we'll be on a mission to share that love, right? That if this is the school for the Lord's service, if this is the school where we're learning how to love as Jesus loves us, we take that out from here and share that love and compassion and concern with everyone everywhere. We just become walking sacraments. We're fed with the sacrament here. We become the sacrament as we walk out these doors. Outward signs of the love that we've encountered here. And I'll finish up with this. It's a longer six o'clock sermon because it's my first sermon as your rector. They'll usually be five minutes long, so don't worry. <laughs> a recurring theme uh, at yesterday's service of consecration was the calling of the church to be the church. The preacher said that several times. The church needs to be the church. And that resonated with me very deeply. Because if we become the church in our day, then we become the body of Christ poured out in love and compassion for one another and for the life of the world. We become, as our new bishop Matt likes to say, salt and light. As we care for one another, as we weep together, as we celebrate together. And when we care for those whom the world has forgotten, right? When we bring those on the margins into the center and give them a place of honor we don't need to reinvent the faith to be relevant in the 21st century. We need to become the church to be relevant in the 21st century. As G.K. Chesterton once put it, the Christian ideal has not been tried and found wanting. It's been found difficult and left untried. So the calling of the church now in our day, 
in our time with its challenges and opportunities is to be the church. It's to live it, the way of love. And I think we should give it a try. Let's contemplate the mystery of God when we come together for worship and prayer and study and let it change us so that we can bear witness to the gospel of grace with our lives. Let's be known as the church trying with the assistance of God's grace to be the church. St. James Church being changed by the mystery of God in Christ. St. James Church pouring herself out in love, daring to be the church for the healing of the world.